Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Watching South Africa's relationship with the United States deteriorate as South Africa pulls itself closer to Iran and uh, Russia and uh, China obviously is of concern. Now, or very, very recently, we have heard that a new U.S. bill has called on the Biden administration to review America's relations with South Africa. Well, what does this mean uh, financially? What kind of impact can this have? Davi Root, Chief Economist at the Efficient Group. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning to you. I'm fantastic. Thank you. Good. So the, I mean, this is incredibly concerning and I love it on, so, I don't love it, on social media people are saying, yeah, well, we've survived without America. America and without a goer and we'll be fine. Well, will we? Well, let's just look at the numbers. You know, my job as an economist is to look at the numbers and to see what the, the kind of impact certain actions of, say, the Americans on the South African economy, what impact it will have on the South African economy. And perhaps a good place to start is the exchange rate of the currency, the rand. And the rand, I'm looking at it right now, is trading at 18 rand 92 to the US dollar. And yesterday, we've got a certain model that we run, uh, trying to determine the correct value of the currency. Now, this is a long debate. I'm not going to go into the detail. But essentially, what it comes down to is that the rand is supposed, in inverted commas, supposed to be trading at about 16 and a half or so to the US dollar today. It is not. It is trading close to 19 to the US dollar. Now, a weak currency means that we are all poorer in South Africa because our currency, in a way, is the is is share price of South Africa incorporated. So the rand is much weaker. It's always been weak, the currency, but it's exceptionally weak today. Why is that? And the reason for that has to do with all sort of uh, positions that the government has taken, the South African government has mm. taken. Th- mm. Things like, for example, uh, positioning themselves internationally uh, and the relations with, for example, China and Russia and Hamas. And, and the way that the South African, these are all mentioned in this bill, by the way, and the way that the South African government is managing the South African economy. Now, why is that important for us? It is, it is important because if you look, who are the funders? Uh, of many things, but one good example is the fiscal deficit of the Minister of Finance. Now, the Minister of Finance will be delivering his budget speech within a couple of days' time, and that fiscal deficit is a huge amount of money, and somebody is financing that. So, we is lending money to the South African government. And the answer to that is, it is, when you look at foreigners, it is mostly Europeans and Americans. Of course, South Africans are also funding that deficit, but it's mostly Europeans and Americans. And last year, foreigners sold uh, something to the tune of about 100 billion of South African financial instruments. And that's the reason why the RAND is where it is today. And a much weaker currency has got all sort of negative implications to South Africa. Maybe I can just mention about the Chinese. The Chinese mm-hmm. are also important to the South African economy, but they are our biggest trading partners. While the Europeans and the Americans, when you look at foreigners only, are major, major funders when it comes to our fiscal deficit. So the, the, the basic economic point I want to make here is that, you know, uh, it's all good and well if you don't agree with the Americans or the Europeans on certain political issues, but then you have to understand that they probably will withdraw their funding, and they've already started doing that, and they withdraw their funding, we're going to pay a politi- uh, an economic price uh, uh, for that. And is it worth it? That's the only question now. So my job as an economist is to point out uh, that, that we are paying a very dear financial and economic price for our political positioning at the moment. Is this generally known? I mean, we, do we have a finance minister who will 
I don't want to say understand it because it's that's enormously patronizing. But we've seen government almost deliberately moving in this direction. And I would have hoped that our finance minister would have said, hold on, guys. Uh, you know, it's all very well that you are enjoying your your five minutes of fame internationally. Well, amongst certain groups, uh, the rest is infamous. But the this is going to have an impact financially on our economy, which can ill afford this right now. Well, I'm pretty sure that the majority of politicians, in fact, I'm pretty sure that the majority of South Africans do not even know this little a few numbers that I've just mentioned and the impact on the South African economy. Very few, because it sounds really technical. It's not. It's actually quite straightforward. But I can assure you that the Minister of Finance and the Department of Finance and Treasury and w- without a doubt the South African Reserve Bank is very much aware of this. In fact, the South African Reserve Bank warned last year that we, uh, the foreigners are selling those instruments that I mentioned earlier, that uh, many of those instruments are being bought by, the South, Af- by South African banks. And South African banks are uh, increasing the funding to the, to the fiscus in South Africa now. Um, and the South African Reserve Bank pointed out that this is getting into dangerous territory. Not yet. And I just want to make it very clear that South African banks are very well managed and very liquid. There's nothing wrong with the banks. Mm-hmm. But the reality is is that they, they're picking up more and more of these sort of instruments. So yes, very few people are, it's only the pref, I guess, economists and boarding people like central bankers mm-hmm. and ministers of finance and so on, they are really on top of all these kind of numbers. But it's not difficult to understand. If you make people angry, and they take the money out of the country, then you're going to pay a price. And that's simply what's happening at the moment. Can we ever quantify what we don't know? And if uh, let me just explain my question. Is, is this, this, this is something that we might be able to work out. So this is the loss from AGOA. This is the difference that, that uh, in, in investment uh, last year, and I guess maybe that is the way we know. Yeah. But, but when there's this negative perception created, let's say, for example, in Europe about South Africa, in the U.S. about South Africa, it, it's a natural thing if somebody's got money to invest that they'll say, oh, uh, it, it just the South African government is is a bit dodge at the moment or, or I don't know what their policy is. I'm going to put my money elsewhere. We might never know that that was even a possibility, that they were even thinking of putting their money in here. Yes, yeah, I can give you some numbers. Yes. Yeah, I can give you. I think that's the question you're asking. Mm-hmm. I can give you some numbers now. In this, in this bowl uh, of the House of Representatives in the United States, I also picked up something, and that has to do with the uh, uh, with the way that the South African government is running the South African economy. We right. know we have a government that's not very good at running the South African economy, and one result of that is that we do not have enough electricity. Now, I have calculated that I'm, I'm looking only looking at one aspect. Uh, I have calculated that the mismanagement of the way that electricity is generated and distributed in South Africa, the result of that is that the South African economy is simply limited to a maximum of 1% economic growth. So the economy can't grow faster than 1%. And if there's some other kind of headwind, then we're going to see economic growth less than that. So that's one example. Another example has to do with the exchange rate of the currency, for example. Now, I did mention that the rent is significantly weaker where it is supposed to be in inverted commas again. And that means that we've got more inflationary pressures than would, what would have been the case otherwise, and that means higher interest rates and that's not too difficult to calculate that higher interest rates will also have a negative impact on economic growth. And there's a number that you can put to that. Uh, and then also other things that you can add to that um, uh, and, and then you will probably get to a number where the South African economy, if we put all these sort of things right, the economy can probably grow 
And I'm not talking about putting everything right. I'm just mm. fixing some of these things that we've pointed out now. We can probably grow the economy. If we only fix ESCAP, economic growth can easily jump to 2%. If we if we fix the exchange rate of the currency and the rand comes back to say 16.5 or so to the US dollar, then we can add another say, half a percent or a full percent to economic growth. So so we we talk are currently talking about less than 1% economic growth in the economy, just making a few changes, just change sentiment and fix the way that ESCOM is managed. We can fairly easily get economic growth up to 3%, and if we make a couple of other changes, we can get economic growth up to 4 and even 5%. And if we can get the economy to grow at 5%, unemployment is certainly going to really come down very, very sharply within a year or two. So there are things that can be done to get the economy right. But I'm afraid the positioning, political positioning, but not only that, the quality of South African government is such that the result of all of that is very, very weak economic growth. In terms of AGOA itself, what kind of a number is that if we had to lose that advantage? Yeah, not really that much. Remember, if you lose the advantage of AGOA, uh, it doesn't mean we're going to stop trading with the Americans. We will still mm. trade with the Americans, but we won't get all those extra benefits. Uh, and and I, I can't give you the exact number now, but I do know, looking at that, and it's not really that much. It's going to impact on the economy, but we're talking about fractions of, of an economic growth, uh, less growth. Um, so, But everything adds up in the end. Of course. So we did mention a couple of things, yeah. Mm. And AGOA eventually will add up as well. And it's not only a goer. It is, it, is, it is the change in sentiment towards South Africa that to will me, be affected. I mean, yeah, and that's a big issue. So if the foreigners are selling South African assets, not because they are prevented or because uh, there's some law preventing them from buying our assets, uh, it's just because they don't feel comfortable with South Africa anymore. And you can, add, in fact, these sentiments or these various, um, yeah, there are a number of indices uh, that you can actually look at to see what sentiment is towards South Africa. And sentiment towards South Africa at all sort of levels is currently very, very low. Business confidence index, for example, is very low. Consumer confidence index are very low. So in the end, I guess, economic growth is primarily about confidence. Uh, you can do all sort of things bad, but if people, people really like you, then they will probably keep on hmm. doing business with you. But if people stop liking you, then I'm afraid it's going to be... A very, even if you do the right things and people don't like you, then I'm afraid it's going to be an that is such an interesting comment, Darby Root. Thank you as always. Darby Root is the Chief Economist at The Efficient Group, uh, talking about the potential impact of the new bill uh, on U.S.-South Africa relations and how it will impact Goa and other foreign investments. I'd love your reaction and your thoughts on 34519 or 0618951019.